0: Up. here we are welcome to episode 72 of jungle brothers podcast <clears throat> it's joey we've got T, paul and dylan in the house yo
1: hey hello
0: hi guys um dylan's a coach of ours pretty fresh on the scene we're gonna pick that apart a little bit today find out a bit more about the young man but uh before we rip into that just to let you guys know um we're sipping on the Panavore coffee today the most delicious brew if you're in the botany hood or pagewood area do go and drop by their cafe try a Joey sandwich get it with the chili sauce and get a couple of coffees because they're delish. Shout out to Tree. Um, we've got our uh, Rise Foundation Australia Mental Health First Aid Workshop happening in the gym tomorrow. It's all booked out. It's all happening, but we're <laughs> looking forward to that. It's going to be sick. Uh, we've also got some photography and video work happening in the gym tomorrow, which is going to be cool. Um, mm-hmm. Besides that, upcoming events, nothing really to mention. We're trying to find a way to reignite the JB Games. Yes,
1: we
2: are.
0: It was meant to happen, obviously, at the winter solstice, which is kind of the middle of the year, but uh, COVID fucked that up. So we're looking for a way, or Dills is looking for a way, to make it a reality. And hopefully, what are we talking next?
2: Uh, either the end of next month, it's looking like, or early the month after. So we should see some notifications coming out in the next couple of weeks.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Paul is just directing that microphone towards Thank the you, mouthpiece. <laughs> um Dylan Butcher, do you want to give us a little uh, little intro? Of who you are and yeah, that sort of, course, of thing. Man.
2: Um, so obviously, my name is Dylan. Uh, I've been coaching here for I think about six months now. Six months, yeah, I'd say about six wow, months. Wow, been six already. Yeah, it's gone quick, right? Uh, I did the internship with Joey last year. Decided that I wanted to keep going through it and traveling down that path. Spoke to you boys and said, hey. This is something I'm interested in. Would you guys be interested in letting me step in a couple of classes? You guys said, fuck yeah, let's do it. Sort of took on from there, started taking one class at a time. Now I'm here, I think like 11 classes a week. So it's going really well. Yeah, loving it.
0: You went deep, fast. Went deep. <laughs> <laughs> Only way I know. We pushed you. <laughs> how, long, um, how long were you training at the gym? When did you start here?
2: Uh, Late 2018 or mid-2018, just after the JB Games.
0: Okay, so a couple of years back.
2: Yeah, yeah, two and a bit years now.
0: Do you guys remember when Dill signed up? Yeah, no. I, I did uh, Phil's...
1: Good uh, job <laughs> <laughs> d- in the show, Phil. <laughs> <Phil's>. <laughs> Thanks, <please>. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong Dills. Uh, I did Dills uh, Foundation. Yes, We did that together. Yeah, right on.
2: Back in my uh, mobile yeah. bodybuilder days.
1: <laughs> poking him with my fingers saying lucky man. Oh you get well, those fucking glutes active. <laughs> with, with the abs. It's
0: all changed now. He's like I button um, abs. I made a note here that when you first signed up, I thought you were too keen. Oh yeah. And I'm like, I don't think he's going to last. He's too keen. <laughs> you know when you get you know when you get people that are real keen, you're like, ah, it's short-lived. Like it's they seem they they seem so perfect that it's not going to last. You know yeah. you say that about everyone. I've said it about a few people. Who else did I say it about? That because I meant that. <laughs> I
1: have said it. Who? <laughs> he's not keen enough. He's yeah. definitely not gonna last. Oh. Yeah, kind of like keen, but not enough. He's but, definitely yeah, too keen. Won't that. last. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, it's <But> usually <laughs> it's usually the over enthusiasm that like raises the red flag for me. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, you've you've proved me wrong thus far. He, he has. He has steaming on the through and about that. I'm off see.
2: You, Yeah, I
3: mean, you're really keen. You're really pushing us um, here in the business because I guess we'll get into it soon, but um, you've come upstairs to the office and you're doing a whole bunch of work with us here. Um, And yeah, I love the new energy of another person coming in because I've been with these two guys for so long. That getting a bit stale there. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's been great to have you.
2: No, it's been great being here.
3: Where So when you just, uh, the story goes, mm-hmm. you came, you were training here, but you've been working in another industry and you were yes. doing that for a long time. Most you've only just not. come out of that.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, um, I didn't go to uni straight out of high school. I, uh, I went and got a job. I started in sales. Uh, that's been my life for the last probably almost a decade now. So I started off doing door-to-door sales the most oh, brutal and heavy. horrible job that I can ever imagine doing going to people's houses in the middle of the day and trying to, flog what were you off. selling kids? I was selling kids. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. creepy. Yeah. Say what? Yeah. So I was walking. Door to- <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Uh, uh, let me give a little bit of context. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <please>. <laughs> so I was, uh, I was working for a charity, a yep. uh, non-for-profit and I was going door to door trying to flog off kids in Africa to people saying, Hey, do you mind supporting these kids? And, Helping them out and doing that. So mm. it was good for a good cause. Um, but I think you get a little bit disillusioned when you see that back end and you realize how sales focused something like that is. Uh, and also the fact that you're going to people's doors in the middle of the day. So and, cold. Yeah. You're sale. like, hey, I know you're trying to rest. Or if you're here in the middle of the day, you're doing something important, but here I am to try and. Uh, yeah. Do have any strange,
1: like strange encounters? Yeah yeah, quite a few. Tell, <laughs> us one. tell us one good one. Um,
2: <laughs> I rocked up. This was Juicy probably one. towards the end of the day, like 4 p.m. We used to knock till 5 or 6 because of the, the laws in Australia. Uh, knock on this door. This guy comes out. Really super cool, chill guy. He's like, oh, yeah, start talking to me. He's like, man, I don't give a crap about anything you're saying, but do you want to come in and uh, punch a few cones with us and, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> go for a little bit of a feed? And I'm like, oh, yeah, right then. <laughs> and I just uh, spent the rest of the afternoon there. So my, my, my boss, because you have someone who's in the truck with you and like goes door to door with you. was like, oh, how many doors? Yeah, yeah, heaps of doors. Yeah. I knocked everywhere. This whole street. It's like, oh, I didn't hear from you the last hour. Yeah. I was just really busy. I had this real good talk with this last fella. So that was probably like one of the highlights of the job. Uh, the rest was being Chased off people's yards, <laughs> yeah. And almost attacked by vicious dogs, dogs all the time. Or dogs, yeah. oh, dogs are brutal. Or oh, you <laughs> knock, and they just before they even answer the door, or have a look. You just hear "fuck off, get out of here." <laughs> People love it. <laughs> Nothing better than getting uh, rudely interrupted in the middle of the day.
1: That happened. I did that once, door knocking. Really? For what? Yeah. For um, uh, it was Salvation Army. I think they do like one day a year where you can just volunteer to door knock. And I did Clovelly, and it was. Horrible! I couldn't. I, I was just so shocked at how little amount of people put their hands in their pockets wow. in one of the most wealthiest suburbs in yeah, str- Australia. Strangely yeah. enough,
2: um, one big thing I found was the the more impoverished the area, yeah, the more knocking, they give. the mm. way more hospitable and giving yeah. they are. If you went to the like your four clues or even <laughs> up in like some of the Blue Mountains richer areas, they're just no, brutal no, with was, you. They're like, so no, they get rich. I right. one guy right. was so
1: rude to me. <laughs> slammed the door in my face and his dog was just sitting there barking at me the whole time and then I was like, you know, fuck this guy. So I <laughs> left the door open, called his dog out. We walked down the street together and then I just <laughs> bailed on the <top. laughs> dog. <laughs> there you go, buddy. Yeah. Free freedom. Yeah. Free. Yeah. Go. Explore the world.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> fuck, man. Yeah, people, are, people can be awful. Ah. And it, you notice it when you travel, actually, when, you, when you're in a, usually a, a country that's poorer and people are like inviting you in and trying to feed you and give you stuff. But then you, you travel yeah. somewhere that's like the equivalent of Australia and no one's giving you food or <laughs> asking nah. you to come into the house or, you know, it's really weird, huh? Cultural.
2: Yeah.
0: What made you, what made you get into that? Like, that's a pretty tough, like, I don't imagine, you know, a lot of people go, I'm going to fucking do door-to-door sales.
2: Look, um. I've always had a mentality that if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it pretty fully. I think if you're going to hop into something, you want to hop in 100% and give it as much as you can give. Um, At that time, I wasn't working. I think before that, I was doing night shifts at McDonald's. So fantastic job there too. Um,
0: I applied for a job at McDonald's and got knocked back. Oh,
2: yeah? (laughs) (laughs) The hiring process is tougher than you think for for Macca's. I worked at Macca's. What do
1: you mean you got knocked back? Knocked back from Macca's. I literally got knocked back.
0: There's a guy, this, this, the, the owner, this little, is about five foot wide and tall and a greasy little guy. And I, I took my resume and everything <laughs> and he said, yep, great, we'll get you back in for, for a meeting or whatever. And um, I went back in and we sat down. And he said, um, now I just want to start this conversation by letting you know that and not everyone that works at this McDonald's was successful in their application the first time. And so, uh, <laughs> with that, you were unsuccessful with your application. <laughs> <laughs> which was that? Uh, oh which fuck Macca's you was that? He wanted to see if you were
2: going to come back it's round two. I guess. Yeah, yeah, he was waiting till you say, "That's okay, I'll apply again." He's like, "Just fucking, you're me. in." Yeah, you're a job. You you got yeah. which job. Macca's? Were you, <laughs> like? you know, a kid, you can work the uh, fry. I was right? at Kingsford. Uh, Kingsford. Kingsford Macca's, twenty-four-seven, bro. I was at Concord Macca's. Oh yeah, you, you were at Macca's too
3: for a very, very, very short period of time. I got a job there. Um, and in total, I, I probably would have been on there for six months or nine months, but I only ever worked like the first four months. And then I just I had that little black book where you say your NA in the calendar when you can't work. And I just kept on doing that for the last <laughs> like four months. And <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, you know, like, guys, I'm not working here anymore. <laughs> I got a job
1: at Maccas. Which oh, Bono Yep. Uh, Bondo Beach. Uh, I never turned up to it. So I got <laughs> a job and um and the manager's like, You've got a job, you could come in and do the intern thing where they show you how to do everything. And I Four went to ones, two to ones. Yeah, I remember going home to my mum and dad and well, I went home to my mum and I said, I've got a job Makers, and mum was stoked and she's like, Good on you, you know, it'll be good for you to have a job and learn, you know, the systems and all that kind of stuff. And then I remember telling my dad at the time who was a little bit AWAP, like he was he was off the rails. And he's like, how much are you getting paid? It was like uh, three ninety-five dollars or something like that. And he's like, mate, do you really think you're worth that much? And I thought about it. I was like, $3.95? And he goes you're going to work a whole week and at the end of that week, you'll you'll probably have less than $100. And I was like, oh yeah, fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) Working for that, that's shit. (laughs)
2: That
1: was the end of it. (laughs) And I never turned up. Thanks for the pep talk, Dad.
3: (laughs) 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 That was it. Uh, Uh, Totally.
1: My experience with Macca's, but I always liked going to Macca's, uh, friends worked at Macca's, because you'd go and, you know, order like two or three things and they'd just load up uh, the bag with like, massive amounts of burgers and chips yeah. and then you'd give them like 10 bucks and they'd give you like 12 bucks 50 change <laughs> <laughs> yes. it's great
0: it's true <laughs> that, like the bag that your food comes in if people are trying to visualize this the bag that your food comes in picture that full to the brim with chips <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like it's <laughs> the best it's like a suitcase of fried chips oh, so good yeah it's true man that was just, it was a special mcdonald's were a special place was a special place at that age Back in the day It yeah, was yeah. the headquarters It was where you met It was where shit went down yeah. Fights People with cars coming in yeah. You know you meet girls there It was like the whole yeah. thing So Dude I guess You even
1: smoke ciggies in them Oh yeah Back in the day It's true with the, They had the f- um, foil ashtrays Before my time Oh yeah. fuck I remember those Yeah Foil ashtrays. Right. You could smoke <laughs> ciggies and Maccas yep. oh, wow. Yeah Wow And, oh, the, and you know, everything was in foam <laughs> The days of freedom <laughs> <laughs> And the burgers were actually big don't I don't know, burgers. or
0: were we just smaller? <laughs> I don't we know even, if the burgers changed or yeah, if we changed. Maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
1: but all of this set a really good ground, yeah. like foundation yeah. for you. So all these, these
2: first couple of jobs were pretty tough, but um, took a lot of lessons away from it, especially the door-to-door sales. Um, biggest lesson I feel I took away from that was if you can go to someone's house when they don't want to see you and convince them to, that you have something of value to them, you can do that. Anywhere. Uh, from there, I went on, started working at Platypus Shoes, the East Garden store. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bringing on the... That was
1: a popular place, that yeah, one. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Not when I started there, it wasn't.
1: Also, bygone era. They don't exist anymore, do they? Yeah. Still Online. There. I don't think they're around. Yeah. Still oh, they're still,
2: they're, they're still there. Still kicking. Wow. Still kicking, yeah. So, I started there as a casual. I was working a couple of hours a week. Um, over the next year, worked my way up full-timer to IC, year and a half I was managing the the East Gardens store, kicked around with Platypus shoes for about five years uh helped manage a couple of different stores, mainly the East Gardens one, and then kicked on from there, took on a role at Reese, another sales role from there yeah, and, just, uh, uh, up. just uh, hold on, one sec just gag on it there we go oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah and uh kept working through sales from there started off again as a uh, as a full timer at Reese worked my way up to two i c from there and then across to here Dude. so what about your training like
1: what where does that where would where did that start in as that in th- physical training yeah just like your interest in mm-hmm. yeah so i was
2: um in my group of friends i was probably the uh, the fat kid growing up uh camillo as a lot of you guys will know who's in the gym my best friend we for love years Camilla. such a good guy we're boss <laughs> shout out He's always been the, uh, the athletic one growing up. So he was the, the fitter dude and a couple of other friends we had who were pretty athletic. We weren't like athletes, but we, they kept pretty fit. Um, I was always the slower kid that was kicking around the back and r- trying to keep up with them. Uh, then after high school, I started training with my mate who was doing bodybuilder style training and was managing a gym, got into it that way. Started doing a lot of physical powerlifting, bodybuilding stuff, training real heavy three, four days a week, resting the rest of the week, eating big, all that sort of stuff, uh, and watching him occur injury after injury and just thinking, nah, that's not what I want. This dude looks impressive and he's he's strong and he's a super nice guy, but he's not going to be able to maintain this. There's no way in a couple of years he's going to be kicking around and having this passion or being able to do what he wants to do. Decided to try something different, went looking online, found a few things. Um, and then it was actually, I think it was Brooke or Nat who actually went to the same high school as me. Oh, oh I right? didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, they were a couple of years below me. So we yep. weren't in the same, uh, same friend groups, but they went to South Sydney. So same school as me and Camilla. Um, posted Yeah, That's represent so crazy South crazy
1: Sydney. You guys are all connected. Yeah.
2: Um, so they started posting a few things of the tribe. Uh, that was probably <laughs> a year about before I joined. And I saw that, followed you guys on social media a little bit, hit up T, never called me back. <laughs> uh, Is that true? Yeah. Hit him up again. Oh my God, I can't believe you're <laughs> <the> making this. <laughs> shouldn't what stay else have you got Dylan? <laughs> what else you got there? <laughs> just give him a look. You <laughs> should get into that foundation <laughs> program all the time. time next week. Yeah. Damn it, we could have talked about this person. <laughs> 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 uh, then, I, then I hit you up again and you were... Due, due diligent that time called me back and got on to me <laughs> sales, and, um,
3: sales guy yeah, <laughs> yeah mate just <laughs> turn your <laughs> call mate what do
2: you want <laughs> yeah it's a fucking gym mate just come in <laughs> come in you'll love it that's it <laughs> um called him up again said hey me and a mate want to come try some classes can we come in he's like yeah come see joey come do a couple classes see if you enjoy it we'll go from there uh, came in and i think i did an snm with
1: you who was the mate S&M. did he come Camilla? with you Oh, was Camillo yeah, at yeah. the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I met Camilo separately in a different
2: class. Yes, yeah. yeah. I yeah. brought him into a few family and friends days, slowly, slowly working on him. That's right, that's right. And saying, oh, yeah. Slowly. you got to join. He's like, yeah, I'm going so, uh, yeah. to join, going to join. Slowly trying
1: to wean him into becoming a coach at our gym.
2: Yeah. Well, I told him I can't run a business if he's, he's not grooming. with me. He's We're gotta, grooming him. He's got to get that's in right. there. Last night I even got him to, uh,
1: taking one, one little um, – Oh. Yeah, like a question mark kick. A little technical piece in class. Question mark with mm-hmm. Dylan. It's good. It's Got good. a taste of it. <laughs> 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 oh, the power. <laughs> the the <wrong> authority. <laughs> 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 Even afterwards he said, it's, is there any questions? It <laughs> 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 was great. That was Can we
2: do this? <laughs> <laughs> no so it was good yeah did um
0: but did yeah a couple so of classes with joey and, and with the trial industry. thing just to give folks some context we don't really we don't just kind of our gym's not open for anyone to come and just try a class so it's usually like you have to get in touch with us we need to have a little bit of a chat find out if you're kind of you know if you can at least manage yourself responsibly because we don't know where you're at yeah so there's always a bit of a, a process to get to you coming in and doing a class? hundred percent, yeah.
2: I had a, a pretty strong foundation in at least uh, weightlifting and a little bit of CrossFit style stuff. So that was what i discussed with T. And obviously he assessed that I was at the level that I could come in, be competent in the class and still get something from it.
3: Yeah. I wanted to ask um you were talking about like when you started training with your mate mm-hmm. um and you were doing powerlifting bodybuilding I'm guessing you were going through a change in yourself where you were discovering training probably some of that weight was being lost and Yeah. What can you tell us a bit more about that and also um you said your your mate was uh he was getting injured kind of on and off Were you also experiencing these sorts of things did you get no, injured along the way No. I or? was
2: uh, I was pretty lucky that I uh, I, I cracked on to cracked onto it pretty quickly um and didn't have any major injuries i'd had a few like oh i've tweaked my back or Mm. my knees feeling a little bit off but nothing serious thankfully yeah um but yeah so i definitely was going through my own sort of journey at that stage i actually lost the bulk of the weight before that started doing a bit of running and a bit of walking and just eating healthier and generally taking care of myself lost Mm. probably about 20 kilos slimmed right down and then got into the uh to the bodybuilding stuff and started putting on some mass and started really getting into lifting weights and enjoying the fitness side of stuff. Cause before that, never really got into sports, never really digged any of that stuff. Um, read a lot of comic books, played a lot of video games, decided that superheroes were badass and <laughs> yeah. decided and they that's are. what I want to do. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, they are. Oh yeah, they
1: are. Not and all of them, some of a them. Are. I'm not into Superman. <laughs>
2: Too goody, goody, two shoes. <laughs>
1: Yeah, a bit perfect. Yeah, a bit perfect. Sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, fair enough. Fair enough. I was actually going to ask you what kind of kid were you in school? Oh, super nerdy. All right. Super nerdy. Still super nerdy. Probably something that uh, a lot of people don't know is how nerdy I am. Tell us. Like like super I was talking with T the other day. Like I'm going away next weekend. I'm going to play D&D for a whole weekend. So <laughs> that level nerdy. do you, take, D&D? you take your partner do with you? What do you mean what's well, D&D? No, just me and the boys. <laughs> just and the boys. Know, What's D&D? Yeah. Dungeons no? and Dragons. <laughs> yeah, I, know, <laughs> I know, I know, yeah. <laughs> I like, know. I'm just no. like, yeah. come on. Man. <laughs> yeah, so super nerdy. I was a huge D&D. sci-fi we kid. We also found out that Dylan likes playing
1: Magic the Gathering, which I mm-hmm. was very excited about. Yeah, You're a fan of that, aren't I'm you? I'm a very big fan of... MTG? Yeah. Great. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you did
0: that. <laughs> Gotta have all those oh, abbreviations. Yeah, yeah. d so and I play GTT. snakes and ladders sometimes with my six-year-old, <laughs> so I know the deal. No, yeah, no. bro. But
2: <laughs> <laughs> You'd be a veteran, man. Know exactly what's going on. No, but it's good. I love that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, read lots of comic books, played lots of video games, bit of a indoor kid, bit of a nerd, so... Definitely didn't have any of that. I played a bit of sports, but, you know, it was like weekend sports, what your parents make you do, a little bit of football, a little bit of taekwondo. Never really got into it. Never really uh, found something that gelled with me.
3: Um, But you said uh, you believe that when you get into something, you'll give it your all and do your best. And I can see that with you because it seems like you're working overtime to catch up on everything you missed out with your training and your movement and the stuff you're doing here now. Yeah. Developing as a coach you're like all in learning stuff on how to be a better coach presenting technique different types of practices and then you're just down there doing everything mm-hmm. that we and some, and do and, and some more it's a big
0: training sessions
3: big training sessions 3 to and three and a half hour <laughs> sessions and, and
0: strength it's, it's literally yeah. doing everything remind me of a young joe worthington <laughs> 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 mm.
2: got to keep up <laughs> yeah. got to keep up i'm seeing all these uh, these new athletes coming into the gym and i'm like there's some some, some specimens oh yeah coming through the door mm-hmm.
1: no Absolutely. And all
2: this fresh blood that's One of just got all this energy. Me in the gut, look at that. Whew.
1: I'm was just that? showing everyone a big bruise on my rib cage. Uh, who was that? Fergal. Oh, Fergal. Young know, Irish. I think Az was Dude, complaining about some damage that he's seen. Roundhouse Fergal as well. Yeah, kicked me he in did. the ribs. I saw
3: him put you down last night, and I've got it on video. I watched it last night. Oh, he, he yeah. You, um, <laughs> he just like, was, like tripped you. It was like a trip. Yeah, you're Thing. pushing him against the wall. You're in Nick clinch, and he— well,
0: Humphreys' yeah, biggest fan. I'm <laughs> <cast. laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah. Hey, Fergal, Couldn't we should hang out, <laughs> <right>. bro.
1: <laughs> Bastard. It was good. Oh. No, so really- he's
0: got some skills, obviously, from from
1: previous training. Um, I think he- he's just one of those. He's an athletic, strong young young chap. Yeah. You know, but I think he's got a bit of boxing behind him. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's—I he's, mean—he's very fun to train with. It's great, totally. Yeah. Big, tall, range Yeah, it seems to be like a like this new wave of of um, of uh, members that are coming through. There's some really strong, like f- they've already got a good foundation and a lot of the disciplines that we're already doing. are yep. you know, looking like a, a Athena, and um, then you got these boys that were up there last night I uh, could rattle off about five or six of them mm. that um, I was hanging out up there as they were all arriving. And I started to feel a bit intimidated. Right, it's <laughs> like <laughs> you get out there and you're kind of like, and okay, try and warm up. And then before you know it, it's like on, <laughs> <And> <laughs> then you shimates, eh? you've got some blood sports. <laughs> a lot going of on. light
3: heavyweights. Up
1: there yeah. <laughs> ancestor <laughs> looked at me and said, when are you
0: going to have a fucking <laughs> box, bro? <laughs> and I was like, shut up, Dan, <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs>
1: Oh uh, fuck! It's cool. Yeah. It was good, but yeah, you're right. It's a it's a so you gotta gotta keep up and and stay ahead of the pack. Yeah, being a coach in this gym, one hundred percent, at least. Or you know, at the at the very least, you gotta have a you gotta have a. You feel like you got a foundation to work from, where you can be in a place of uh, where people are gonna listen to you and look up to. You yeah, well, you've you know. got
2: so many cool people doing cool shit around you, right? And you want to yeah. give everything a go. So if you just like, obviously, the specificity is a thing as well, but. When you've got so many cool people messing around with different stuff and you've got a little bit of spare time, of course you're going to end up spending three hours doing different stuff because you want to do a little bit of A, a little bit of B, mm-hmm. go up for a fight, come downstairs, do some movement or some handstands and before you know it, enter, at enter into a into a of yeah. enter into <laughs> a Alaska. national
3: tag competition. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I'm signed up for that now. Mate, are you well, going for that? A, yeah, bro. It's oh, official. Wonderful. Fuck yeah. It's What's a cardigan?
1: Tag. What tag. Tag, I think ultimate tag. Ultimate tag, ultimate ultimate that's one. Turn. What they did they tell us? T they reached out to the gym. They did. They saw the <clears> website <throat> and actually, you know what they who they wanted? They wanted all the people on, uh, you know, the people that on our website that say that have a little comment. What do you call it? Testimonials. Testimonials, testimonials of Stefan and oh yeah, um, Jack Garrard, Jack and Jack and Carl. And, yeah, they want. They were like, all those people on the testimonials will take them. <laughs> and um, like some of those people don't exist anymore. <laughs> 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 and. Um, and, uh, and, I go, yeah, we've got a list together anyway. We've got about eight,
2: eight yeah. people from the gym that yeah. are keen. Putting keen the word together. out, I'm going to start training for that. So let's get a couple of you guys together. Hit me up and we'll start training together for it. Yeah, we're
1: going to turn the gym into a little bit of a parkour tag. Yeah. The, the game is, the if for,
0: for people who might not get it, It's um, you've probably seen it online. It's, it's kind of like a parkour setup with like – like think of, a, um, I don't know, like an arena – with scaffolding and different platforms and poles and stuff. And then essentially it's tip. We call it tip in Australia, but tag in America, you're chasing someone and trying to touch them. And when you, touch, when you get them, you win. So they're trying to run from you, trying to catch them. But because of all this structure and, and scaffolding and whatever, you can jump, climb, spin, like it's mm. fucking hectic. You should you just, just head down. I, get, I actually get scared. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You should head down, down to the sport. local
3: construction site down there, the new botany. Oh, apartments yeah. and just train on yeah. scaffolding on the outside
1: dodge some cars well that's kind <laughs> of what you would have done back you in could the just day. Yeah. yeah
0: you could kind of lure the
2: police in there <laughs> yep. and just like that's run, your run run drag and, <laughs> you know and <laughs> then <just laughs> fucking run <laughs> we used to do a bit of that back in the day break into the construction sites and hang out there so it's good i've been training without even knowing <laughs> <laughs> it. fantastic you were built for this exactly just didn't know
0: so what, um, so you know, in, in getting into that process and, and coming in here and deciding that you wanted to do the training and all those things, what, um, why did you want to go through that? What, you know, why did you, did you want to go through that hard what work? What was of, my like turning yeah, point? Yeah.
2: yeah. So I was working for a good company, um, company that I could definitely work for for the rest of my life and I'd be supportive financially. I'd, I'd have a good job, but I'd, I'd be working for good people. But uh, at the end of the day, it was doing something that didn't really interest me and that yes i'm making good money and yes i'm I'm like i'm stable and i've got a good career but i'm missing that extra bit of fulfillment um then it was actually when i went on the retreat with you we went over to bali for a couple weeks and we were doing a bunch of stuff and i was just sitting there watching you coach and watching um your mates from up in queensland take us through our breath workshops and our Josh, and Casey. Josh and Casey, shout out. Um, and I'm like, this is awesome. Like these guys are getting to do something that they absolutely love doing. And that's helping so many people and seeing all these people have these huge breakthroughs and being able to realize things they've never, never realized before. And I'm like, I want to do something like that. I want to be able to help the people around me do something I love doing and contribute in some way as well. And so I said to you straight after that trip or on the last day of that trip, I'm like, I want to make this happen. How do we do it? And you said, oh, well, let's do this internship. And I'm like, okay, I'll give it a go. It's only going to take one day of my week. Let's see how it goes. Told my job, like, hey, can I change my roster around? Went from there and, yeah, it was fantastic.
0: So cool. So that moment was the, was the sort of the, the, the turning point
2: for yeah, you? Yeah, definitely. Look, I'd, I'd, I'd thought on the idea before. Like, it wasn't a brand new idea, but it would be—it had been something at the back of the head where it's like, oh yeah, that's something I might do in the future. You know, there's always I'll think about it after I've got to this point, or I'll think about it in the next week or so. But that that trip was the point where I'm like, no, nah, I'm making this happen now because if I keep just thinking as a background thought, it's never going to happen. And it's never going to become a reality.
0: I remember when you said it to me in Bali. And you know what I thought in my mind. He doesn't have what it takes. <laughs> you told him that, and didn't look you? at me now, <laughs> yeah, what it back. takes. <laughs> Stand down, young man.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's cool, man.
2: That's really cool. That was, what, what was... was that? you went
0: on that. <laughs> a year, year and a half ago?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's happened quick. Lots changed since yeah. then. Yeah.
3: You're definitely a go-getter.
2: Yeah. Well, it's, it's probably a lot thanks to COVID, to be honest. That was a, that was a big be game changer i know it obviously not ideal and for a lot of people it's pushed a lot of stuff back but for me it allowed me to have a lot more time to make some decisions and start coming across more fully uh obviously everyone took a hit when it came to income and everything but at the end of the day that was the big thing that got me in here full time so a little bit of a blessing in disguise yeah it was
0: because it was a it was a blessing for us too because our the way we had to work changed overnight didn't it and so dylan was there and and nikki as well and and all of our other coaches but but you and nikki didn't really have a huge place in a huge coaching role at that time yeah um but all of a sudden there was like all this stuff that had to be done and you guys were like i'll do it yeah we're happy to
1: do
2: it left with so many extra days a week now like let's get it done
1: yeah it was really cool yeah and obviously he needed a role to move into and we didn't have that role at all at that point, because that role was our role at that stage. Yes. Yeah, and still is. Um, so uh, looking from the outside in to bring one extra person into, into the mix of to, to, to do work that three people are already doing seems a little bit um, OTT. Yes, a little bit uh, for, superfluous. For day-to-day for day to, day to day runnings of business, but there was a reason behind it, bringing Dylan in, help to push us into what we look at as, as the next phase of, of our business evolution and our uh, role evolution as well within the JB community. That's right. Mm. Which is essentially what, where are we going with that? Right, we're fucking going gangbusters. <laughs> we're, we're looking are looking <laughs> <laughs> holiday somewhere while Dills does all the work. Um, no, we are, we're moving, we're moving into growth. So specifically, so myself, Paul and Joe, Are moving into uh, a role where we we build on our uh business model that we've got here uh systems designs that put us into a position where we can affiliate the jungle brothers model and the only way we can do that is to give it uh obviously the attention that it deserves and that attention is 100 percent uh our work week eventually so Right now we're in the process of systemizing everything we do in the gym, um, every little thing. So even the small things, the minor details from gym design to uh, how we um, connect with our members, and how we build the community, how we, yeah, how, we, how we grow our plants, everything, uh, we're putting it all into, into, into a system. And that system is what we will be passing on to uh, the next uh, wave of Jungle Brother affiliate owners who are actually, yeah, in the pipeline right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, mm. the, you know, f- I think since the beginning we've had uh, regular reach-outs from people that are kind of on the periphery of our network. You know, I've had numerous friends over the years are like, hey, man, I'd love to open a Jungle Brothers where I'm living in Queensland or whatever, you know, and uh, it's always been like, oh, th- yeah, that'd be sick, man, maybe one day, like, we can figure something out. And so the, I think the demand for that and that, or not the demand, but, but that conversation has only come up more and more frequently as time goes on. Um, as people start to see the uniqueness of what we do and the, 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 the ability to kind of express, you know, their own sort of passion with training through, uh, through the format that we run in our gym. And so we're kind of in a position now where we're like, well, let's, let's build a system that allows people to do that.
1: Yeah, uh, I think the... the, the uh, a lot of the conversations I have on that, on that same su- subject is, uh, you know, Jungle Brothers is kind of built around you three. You know, it's going to be very hard to replicate, um, w- you know, without you guys in the gym. And I, I think what's happened over the last probably two years since we moved into this bigger location is it's proven that that's not actually the case. The, the case, I mean, we have, we have less and less to do with the daily runnings of this business and less and less to, to do with coaching on the floor, but it's the, it's the culture in here that, that people come for. And the, the, the biggest challenge that we have is to be able to take that culture and transfer it into, it, like, make it something tangible, like a, like a process or a system that people can follow, and that's exactly what we're doing, and we're seeing if we can do it. And so far, it's looking like it's, it's working really well. Great. Yeah, and it is a bit of a, exciting. T- is a bit of a test run. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, so what we're saying there with Dills is that he's essentially going to be testing out his ability to take on almost everything we do day-to-day in this gym and, and manage it for himself. Yeah, yeah. it'll
1: be Dills and, and one other, and they'll take the role of myself, Joe, and Paul, and then myself, Joe, and Paul will move into um, directors of J- Jungle Brothers, P2L2D, which will run the affiliate model. Uh, and we'll get to test drive that model because Dylan will will run it in a in an established gym, and um, and then we've got myself and potentially Aaron, who want to be our very first um, Jungle Brothers affiliate gyms. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So that'll be one in one in Dublin, and one in uh, Mullenbimby. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if everything works out, then the it becomes Jungle it Brothers
0: to. worldwide.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, after that, you know sky's the limit.
0: Isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a fucking cool prospect. It's a, it seems in many ways it seems like a distant thing, but it's all been moving so fast that it's really
1: not that distant at all. No. And I think um I think the our 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 business model and 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 this is funny because it's very hard like some people find it difficult to 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 relate a business model to community or and they they look at them two separate things. Like community always Kind of revolves around our oh, donations, and you know you got to give something and not get anything back, but we've proven that you can you can have community and, and business that are actually one and the same thing, yeah. and this is what we've been really good at, kind of capitalizing on you know what I mean, like making a business out of community, and uh, it sounds kind of superficial, but it's not it's actually really robust. And really versatile and very, very good for the customer, or in our case, our members, and really good for, for us as individuals, you know, because you get paid with money, but you also get paid with um, job satisfaction, which a lot of jobs don't, you know. You're doing something, something good for humanity and good for people, and you get paid for it. It's fucking mad, you know. And I'm um, really proud that we've got something there that we can potentially. Uh, replicate and share with the rest of the world it's going to be fantastic
3: i'm excited me too
0: it's a funny one that uh that job satisfaction kind of fulfillment thing because you know like talking with you know dill's talking about that conversation we had in bali and stuff that was obviously quite a um impactful you know moment for you right yeah um and for me it's you know it like it was just another conversation with someone that you know that i that i coach and I think we have those conversations a lot, not necessarily as significant as that, but you know, you have these conversations with people that become quite significant in their lives and maybe catalyze a particular change. Um, but it's very easy when you just do that for a living. So when you're a PT or a coach, you run a gym. It's very easy to just 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 work talk. You know, it's just what you do. And then you know, you talk. You have a moment like this where someone can tell you, "Oh, that actually changed the trajectory of my of my plan in life, and now I'm doing this." And you're like. <laughs> holy shit, that is really cool. Yeah. You know, but yeah. it's it's very, um, it's kind of relative. You almost need to be reminded of that so that you can go back to that. Oh, wow. Yeah, what I do is is I'm quite fortunate to be able to Seeing do what I the do. the
2: impact of your actions, right? Like it's like, you don't know how direct a thing that you do as a passing glance can throw everything into the wind or change everything for someone else. It's really yeah. cool. Yeah, a hundred percent.
1: Yeah, and that there's a. I think there's a responsibility that comes with that, definitely, because it's very easy to take advantage of a situation like that, and just. And I've seen this, especially in our industry, fitness industry, <laughs> is rampant with young coaches that want to make a difference, and they're in that business because of the fact that they want to help people. They're, they're carers, and then there's, well, fuck every almost every business model I know, that revol- probably bar the, this this the um. The uh, what, do, what would we just a small business gym uh, and CrossFit, I guess? Uh, but all the big business gyms they don't give a fuck about no, they rely on that community. cheap labor, and uh, yeah, that, uh, and, uh, that uh, and that motivation, they don't give like a, a fuck that, about the that coaches, yeah, sort of positivity yeah. and energy, yeah, or the coaches' um path or how many people they're reaching out and helping, they use that as a marketing tool, but they, they tarnish it. Yep. you know because they, they bring these coaches in they use them and abuse them and then just churn them out the other end 100%. and they're usually fucking jaded and and hating on the industry after it i know, know that
2: like my friend that i was talking about earlier and a couple of other peoples i know that have come through the industry so disgruntled with it now yeah. that they did it for like a good four or five years and now they just can't stand fitness and it sucks because it ruins not only that career aspect for them but it ruins their own personal training and growth as well and I'll go and be like, "Oh, do you want to come in for a session?" I'm like, "No, nah, I'm just not about that anymore." And it's like, that sucks cuz you were so passionate about this thing for so long and now you just have such a bad like train of thought connected to it that you don't want anything to do with it.
1: Yeah, that's a very a sad outcome. Yeah. And it needs to change. Yeah. You know, as far as we're concerned.
0: Yeah, well, it's kind of the um it's kind of the simplistic model of like um it's kind of like those really uh what's the what's how am I trying to say this the like the very basic economics of the thing and it's like well I run a business and my uh the 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 lesser I can keep my outgoings then the more the more money I get as a business owner so I'm just gonna fucking pay someone as little as possible and uh just keep them in the game for as long as I can and then once they burn out I'm just gonna get someone else in um you know like the porn industry it is, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, in a way, it's but it's yeah, like McDonald's too, right? Yeah, right. Like we're all we all young men looking for a gig, happy to do whatever. McDonald's like, yep, yeah, man, I'll give you three ninety five an grinder. hour, and you're like, sounds great until it's not, and then you're out, but someone else comes in. Yep. So it's it's always that always a new face. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing with fitness, and I think um, from you know uh, Clint's podcast where he was talking about PTs, the average lifespan for a personal trainer is eighteen months, Fuck. which is ridiculous, right? Because there's so many of them it's getting horrible. churned out from doing their studies coming into the industry, obviously really motivated. And then they literally make it a year and a half and they're gone. Yep. Um, but so, you know, if you look at a lot of the models that are out there that are, are selling people franchises or selling them affiliations or giving them kind of, uh, you know, a blueprint to gym ownership success, it's based on this kind of very basic economic model. Um, Churn rate. Yeah. Okay. Whereas for us, I think we've and, you know, there's testing to be done, but we've, we've, we've tried to come up with something that allows someone to be really successful financially. Uh, and from the beginning, like not have to go through this period of like slave labor, uh, maybe a little bit, but, um, <laughs> gotta Clean the toilets but to yeah, yeah, you got to prove yourself, mate. <laughs> but, um, but really, you know, like come in, like get paid. All right. Like be able to survive, be able to be healthy, not have to coach fucking 6am and 8pm at night. Like, okay, you can have a, a, a schedule that's manageable and, and sustainable. And then also have a career path that allows mutual success for, for all parties involved. Um, yeah. and, and doesn't lock them into something that they don't want to be in and just kind of has a bit of
1: freedom and, yeah, and that comes with empowering an individual. Uh, we don't necessarily say, well, it's different for Dylan. He'll, you know, He's on a, a wage, but every other coach in this gym works for themselves. And this is different. So it's like you can work – if you put your head down and you, and you work on your marketing, which Joe teaches them, and you work on your business management and you work on your own health, all of those, those tools are, are something that we educate our coaches in. Um, all built around lifestyle and then money management, all these things that you generally, you, you, you don't come across in your, in your PT. You don't even come across it at school. Like this stuff should be taught at school, <laughs> really. Yeah. yeah, You know, um, Just self-love really at the end of the day, isn't it? And self-respect and self-worth. And then and there's the tools. Management. Now go out and fucking use them because if you want to be successful and survive in this, in this industry, this is what you need to do to do it. And we do it on a weekly basis. Uh, and we share everything, uh, all our knowledge, and the coaches go out and find new knowledge, come and share it with other coaches within the gym, and this is iron, you know, sharpening iron at the end of the day. It's great. And by the time our coaches are savvy enough or outgrowing the gym, they now have um, a career, uh, you know, a next step where they can step into, into a role that, that they've looked at, that we've, that we've been having um for you know for the time that they've been in here now they're like okay well that's that's the next step for me i can i can have my own space create my own gym my own community and here are the tools that you need to do that because that's another level of education that you need again and they don't have to make all the mistakes that we made to get to where we got to you know yeah it's exciting it is really excited about it (laughs) like really excited Take over the fucking industry. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> COVID uh, proved a lot of th- – like, like how – when you look at business models in general, our business model, I mean, it fucking worked over COVID. It worked well. We came out the other end stronger in every single element. We even got more members than we've ever had. Now, like, there's not one area that I'm looking at, like, when, it, when we reflect on it where I think, okay, we're, we're damaged there or where we've we've lost that fucking amazing coach or, oh shit, you know, those great members are no longer with us. Like there's there's no area where I can look at and think, I mean, can you? There's somewhere where you looked at where we've come out worse off after COVID. And not really. And then you look at your standard fitness model, like business model, and, and I can guarantee you, especially these giants like Fitness First and Virgin, uh, uh what's that other one good gym or whatever it is anytime anytime all those moments. jets but uh, I w- they took I- a fucking hammering they did but i would also argue that
0: they're kind of different they're different businesses right yeah and i think that any any small gym that has a good a strong community should have fared pretty well through that you know there's plenty i i would i would ama- i know there's plenty of small gyms that don't have a good community and they would have suffered but I think like if you were driven by those relationships and by the people in your gym, then it should have proven to be, um, a, you know, a largely sort of positive experience going through, not positive experience, but you should have
1: sustained less damage. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, you know, because I saw a lot of small like small business, like small gyms close. Yeah. Over. COVID, but I think a few of them were, or probably already, that they they just got pushed, you know, into a place they're probably already going to as well. Yeah, Um, I mean, fuck, imagine if it happened to us in our first
0: first year or second year. Yeah, we'd be buggered. We'd be buggered. You know, you got no money, no income, no systems. No, And you just go, yeah, you know what, fuck this, man. Yeah. Or if we were like, if this is another thing that's kind of relevant to mention with this, like if we just stayed exactly who we are and as gym owners of this gym, for another 10 years, we won't have anywhere near the same drive or energy towards the innovating and Mm. um, leadership in this business as we do now. Uh, And it's simply just because you, you need, like we require, progress and development and stimulation and innovation in our lives to stay motivated and and engaged by something. So if you were that person who was like a 50 year old gym owner and you've been doing it for 25 years and you got to the COVID thing, I think it'd be really easy to go, fuck this, too hard. I'm out. It's a
2: lot of doing the same thing too, right? Like even those small gyms who have good communities, if they just relied on, okay, we've got this connection with our members, we're just going to close and do nothing from here on out. I'm sure they would have fared just as bad. It's, it was the reaction, right? Like that's what made the difference for yeah. us. We're like, okay. We took action. We're going to see this. We're going to take it as a, as a way to grow. We, we, we were quick onto the online stuff. And I think a lot of that comes to you boys having that background in the film industry and knowing your shit when it came to that stuff.
0: Holly with the broadcast. Oh,
2: yeah. Plus, bro. A plus. A Thank plus you. A plus plus. <laughs> Um, but being able to still have something of value, right? Like we weren't just sitting on our laurels being like, Hey, sorry, this is how it is. You guys are just going to have to get fat while we're closed. It's like, no, we want you guys to keep developing. We're going to come to the table with something. This is what we're going to do. And, um, I mean, look how amazing that turned out now. Now it's become a whole big part of our community as well, where we can have people from Melbourne, people from all over the place, jumping in on our classes and, just My mum. more people. Oh, yeah, she's T- killing, killing it. My mum has she's gone from it. not
1: training at all pretty much for the last 20 years to training six days a week. Wow. Like that alone for me is really it's, – it's that's like – that's invaluable. You know what I mean? Like that is just the biggest job satisfaction not just I've had in a well. very long time. I didn't and realize I she'd he'd come off training, training for ages. Yeah. Never. She's got up such to. a get My shit done attitude likes about the training too. Rolling up big too. fat doobie <laughs> and sitting back in and enjoying <laughs> a bottle of wine with that doobie, Usually on at six pm on on a weeknight, <laughs> and now she's doing back-to-back classes oh yeah she just like gets like two or into three classes back to back she barely always wants like to hear what you you're to say there. she's
2: like just let me do the work. just let me do it
3: and <laughs> she's she moves well and everything. Yeah. And she's oh, getting
1: wow. like <laughs> she's muscling up <laughs> yeah she's <laughs> getting all muscly so good it's I'm good like, it's getting great muscly but that's that's huge for me you know like i get i i I get to walk in the gym and i see my mum on a screen training under you know Aaron or or Dills or whoever it is is taking the class or Nikki, and they're there coaching coaching my mum online, and I just yeah that's like yeah, I love it. That's cool. So it's really cool. You know? if but, that was just the one thing that came from that that shift for me personally, like yeah, I can't money can't buy that. You know? Is my mum still showing up for classes? I don't no. think so. Hey, no, your yeah. mum moves well. Damn it, just, Wendy. <laughs> yeah, she's where I get yeah. my mechanics she's She went to six
3: she's classes more than my mum It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> true Yeah <laughs> year, That would be so good to get your mum <laughs> on my class Yeah, she's busy reading <laughs>
1: Yeah, so we've got this move into, into a new space for the three of us uh, Dylan's moving into A new space figuratively, not yeah. literally Yeah, not we'll, we'll anyway. still be yeah. here in the gym And we're just going to be handing over the reins to Dylan and if things go pear shape, we're always there to, to help out. And he's still on a, a trial basis. You know, he's got to see if he can handle the, the amount of load that's going to come his way. Um, Big load. Yeah. It's all right, I'm a strong guy. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and, yeah, and, and then we just trial it and run it. And then we refine it and we iron out the creases. And you're moving into this role. Mm-hmm. What about
2: five years from now? where do you think and you want to go well um in the start of next year i have already been accepted i start my exercise sports science degree over at uh une brother yeah university new england yes where's that Uh, online for me cool no campus i'm doing full full digital nice so that'll be my uh my next step education wise so i want to make sure i keep developing as a coach um and keep pushing that forward i'm also training under uh, Marcos as his official first student. So that's really cool. Uh-huh. So hopefully over the next five years, be kicking into those one-arm handstands and all that badass stuff that we see him doing.
0: Official student, like face-to-face student?
2: Yeah, face-to-face, okay. online, everything. But um, I asked him if it would be cool if I say, hey, like you boys studied under Edo and all that, if I say studied under Marco at Kilios. And he said, yeah, let's do it. So Sick. it's official. That's
3: cool, man. Yeah, Marco's one of our coaches. Yes, he is. And hand balancing beast, all around badass.
2: Yeah, he's all around.
0: Marcos, he's on the mats now too, isn't he? He is on the mats. How's he go on the mats? (coughs) Exceptional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Very, you know, real good. He's he's obviously got all the body mechanics and stuff to pick everything up, but he also has a good um, a good mind to learn, which I think comes from anyone who puts time into their own physical development and, Mm -hmm. and you know progressing that stuff so yeah he's picking everything up really quick and he's also quite strong so he's a fucking handful for a lot of people it's transferable skill
2: right like i remember when i first came in i gave a go and i'm just like nah i can't get this this isn't fun for me i'm just getting destroyed and i've got no idea what the coach is trying to tell me to do then i went back at it i think a month ago and just being able to like when i did one of paul's classes and i was like paul's saying do this and i'm like all right yeah sweet i get what you mean now it's like it's having that transferable skill and all those mechanics that we work on and being able to integrate them into something new it's like hell yeah here's a new puzzle let's do it it's good that's cool and you're
1: throwing down now too
2: yeah 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 a little bit a little bit rusty after COVID, but still still getting there went there last night camillo made sure that he, he got a few hits in and stomped my toe so that oh I can't yes. get into him. Good man. <laughs> he, he's going to keep you <laughs> in your place for stomp. a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was brutal. Um, it was good. It's good. I love uh, being upstairs and getting on the mats. It's fantastic.
1: So we got, um, we got uh, study mm-hmm. and then career-wise.
2: Yeah. So within the next couple of years with the speed that everything's been moving, I'm hoping to uh, have my own space for sure. So figuring out as I'm doing this, what I want that space to look like, what aspects I want to take away from here and what I want to add my own flair to and figuring out where I'm gonna build that space or if it's gonna be something in this space and going from there. But taking our space off us. Yeah. Ideally the idea is within <laughs> three years I'll have my <laughs> own thing. Just just Printing that <laughs> yeah <laughs> give us your money deals. <laughs> yeah, so convince old old Mr Perez to come be my my uh my second and calling and to get I into see. it yeah. yeah fuck yeah it'd be, a,
0: it'd be an unstoppable combo definitely would be and a good weekend. Has he,
1: got a, has he got interest in potentially becoming a coach? Yeah, he's, he's slow, slowly attributes.
2: grinding him away and just breaking <laughs> down those walls, you know. Yeah. Like I, got I love
1: how David. we're talking about Camillo.
2: We're all here talking about his future. Just so you know, you don't have a choice, happening. He's such a good dude. No, nah, he is. Uh, I'm slowly pushing away at him. I got him in here, so it'll happen eventually. It's just, just a matter of time. He just doesn't know it.
1: Yeah, so I only uh, uh, mentioned taking over this space because when I spoke to Dylan about this, Previously, he was like, yeah, I want my space. And he goes, oh, maybe I'll take this. Boat. Yeah. <laughs> he, said <that>. he actually <laughs> said that to me. Baller. And I was like, gosh, dang, this kids moving quick. Yeah, <laughs> right.
2: Lighten that fire. It's good. Nice.
1: Can you tell us um, what's
3: in these bottles in front of us? Here? Oh, yeah. Because I'm staring at it and my oh, cup's yeah. empty.
2: Yeah, for sure, boys. Go <clears throat> grab a bottle. Um, I brought in some butch for everyone, some kombucha. I've been uh, brewing my own kombucha for about, Four months now. Oh, is this like a bottle each. Yeah, one each. Oh my
3: God. Go ahead. Ooh. Yeah, probably. Okay, so. Jules is the booch oh, yeah. master.
2: Yeah. Jules is oh, all delicious.
3: around. Comes in, brings bottles of kombucha. Comes in, brings a cake that he's. That's a delicious, it's delicious, soup, delicious mate. It's
2: good, man. It's good. Uh, it's mango, peach, and ginger. Mm. If anyone wants some scoby, hit me up. I got plenty.
0: He just hooked me up one oh, a couple no, of weeks really ago. Nice. And now I've got a huge fucking SCOBY and I've got to get rid of some. So if anyone wants some SCOBY, hit me up. No, nah, ignore Joey. <laughs> me first, bro. You <laughs> feel bad throwing
2: it out because it's I this know, living right? organism. I had to cut half of it away the other week and I'm like, shit, I don't want to throw this out.
0: Apparently um, you can oh. do, you can, there's a, I think a, a, a business in the Philippines where they turn it into like wallets. Oh. They dry it out oh. and Send then it, it becomes like, like a fabric and they stitch what? it. And
2: That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Stinky fucking wallet. Yeah, I, I want to look into whether I can put it into like dirty money. Dirty Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that's
0: cool, mate. Um, thanks for coming on today. It's good to have you on.
2: No, it was great being here.
0: And I think, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of the journey unfolding mm-hmm. over time, so it'd be good to catch back up with you. You know, catch back up again soon.
2: Yeah, I'd love to be back on again and
0: see where you'd probably be too busy by that stage <laughs> <of> managing <laughs> all of the shit that we dump on exactly you.
2: exactly right.
0: Um,
1: boys, the GM roll. Any, role. any GM. closing thoughts from you before we wrap it? No, no, that's it. Um, it's yeah, I'm really excited. I'm excited about the future. I'm I'm excited about uh, deals and and that next wave of coach coming through, that not just with him but the the next wave again. Yeah, the which we are seeing, it's yeah. fucking unbelievable. We got, it how many like are in now? Um, seven. There's seven in our, in our internship, internship, and then there's now we've got more people reaching out starting off and back off joe is talking about doing one next year but unfortunately he's probably gonna have to do it straight away yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's like "Get to go next year (laughs) (laughs)
3: yeah i'm excited too and all that conversation before about um what the other gyms are doing uh, or the Globo gyms and the systems that they have and the churning over of coaches and really not caring probably for the people first and looking at numbers and stuff. That frustration was originally where the whole bloody thing started, am I not right? And so this is that step where it's been there in front of you for us for so long and now we're actually getting it out there and the need and the want is there. And we've Um, talked shit about it for for a long time. Yeah, and now we're putting it in a a model where we can take what we've got here and give it to all of the good people of the entire world.
1: And there's space in there, like Dill said, to put yep. his own flair on it. Correct. Because yep. you can't yep. do that in a standard model. You just can't. You can't get a – a, 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 even an affiliate, you, can't, you definitely cannot do it with a, with a franchise and, and go, oh, I'm going to put my flair on, you yeah, fucking F45. It just doesn't happen. You have to run their system. Yeah, you're boxed That's in. not going to be the case for us. Self-expression is a huge part of what we do and – if you take that away from an individual, you're cutting their fucking soul out,
2: and oh, it needs like
1: to be heart and soul into this business. Losing all Otherwise the potential the too, out.
2: right? Like if you say, get out. "Here's the way I do yeah. something, do it the same way." Imagine all the good ideas you're losing, yeah, all the right. chances Traveling. for something that you haven't thought of to come through, and that you're, 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 just you're just not like, good at. Yeah, mm-hmm. someone
0: else is good at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hear. Well, that's what we're finding now. Every time we hand a task over to Dills, we're like, this is how you do X. And he's like, um, why don't you just do this? Like, you can give it a try. <laughs> you're not going <laughs> to take that, some 30 minutes instead of your half a day.
2: <laughs> um, awesome.
0: Unreal. Guys, thanks for listening. Uh, that was episode 72. If you like that, please take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories, give us a tag at Jungle Brothers Movement. If you want help with any of the training, or if you want to know about our upcoming uh, upcoming internships or coaching programs or, you know, any of the stuff that we offer, get in touch with us. You can hit us up on the Instagram. I'm on that all the time. Uh, or at Jungle Brothers uh, – sorry, junglebrothers.com on the webpage. You can contact us through that as well. But uh, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Thank you, gents. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Nice.